Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositev, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my delightful co-host, Mina Kumo-Sitap. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So we are excited to talk to you guys today about, we all have product-based businesses, and we really want to help you figure out what to focus on in your business. We've been talking about this on Instagram with our um, followers. We talked about it in our masterminds. Our last week's episode was all about whether you should add more um, product to your business. And so we also want to help you focus and not always do that like squirrel, squirrel syndrome. So that's what we're here for. Yeah. We get this question all the time and it's like that broad question, what should I focus on? And it's so (laughs) so open-ended, right? And, And it's a matter of literally looking at everything you want to focus on and picking and choosing what you should focus on. Absolutely. So if you haven't heard about it already, we are hosting a one-day event, a live event. So it's basically a live course online called Planning Like a Product Boss, and it is on February 27th, 2019. So depending on when you're listening to this, it may have passed. Um, But if you are listening to this in real time, we want you in it. So it is a four-hour virtual live course um, where we will all meet on Zoom. You can show up in your pajamas. And Mina and I want to help you plan like a product boss. So the information we're giving you in this podcast episode is what we are actually sharing as a pre-call to our the people who are joining us, to all those amazing product businesses that are joining us on that day, um, for them to think about these topics that we're going to talk about and then how they're going to take this, narrow down what they need to be working on, where, where they should focus, and we're going to help them create a plan. So even though it's a 30-day plan that we're teaching, we're actually trying to help you get to that end goal. So looking at your entire year and what do you want your goal to be? What is that thing you want to look back on December 31st and say, oh yeah, I did it. Oh yeah, I killed it. Like, do you want to scale? Is there a certain revenue you want to hit? What is that? And then we're going to work backwards. We're going to reverse engineer this and hit that goal in 30-day increments. And so that's what we're going to train you on so that you can stay focused to hit that goal and how you're going and how you're going to actually get there. Yeah. So now that we've been telling everybody about planning like a product boss, we've been getting the question of, so what should I focus on for the next 30 days? (laughs) So it's the same question. It's just uh, within the parameters of our planning like a product boss now. So that's kind of why we came up with this podcast episode. We want to answer that question and kind of help you decide what you want to focus on, whether you're in there with us or if you're planning to try to dig through what your 30-day goal is on your own and then um, see where you should be focusing. So this episode's pretty awesome. We have a couple things for you. So one, if you are interested in grabbing one of the last few spots left and planning like a product boss on February 27th, the link will be in the bio. Go and grab your spot now. There are super limited spots available. 
I think maybe two to three. So you might want to get that because we're podcasting about this. Then the second thing is, is that we actually want to give you guys a download. So we are going to be talking through this quadrant um, on this episode. And if you are somewhere by a computer, don't stop listening. You might want to listen to the episode and then listen to it again with the visual in front of you. But we are going to have a download for you also in the show notes of the quadrant that we're talking about. So you can work through this with us and on your own. Yeah. So quadrants, that's a, do you know what, (laughs) if you were to envision a quadrant, it is like, imagine a plus sign and then four, four corners, right? Like of what that would look like. And then also what the, uh, so there's a top and a bottom. So imagine like, (laughs) it's like, how do you define quadrant? Basically, if you don't know what a quadrant is, download the the freebie and then get your eyes on it because it's very difficult to explain, but you'll imagine get it once a, we start. Imagine a plus sign. So it's a plus sign and um, we're going to talk about that. So if you're looking at it from left to right, you're going to talk about the upper left quadrant. That's quadrant one. You drop below that one. That's quadrant two. You go back up to the upper right one. That's quadrant three and you drop down and that's quadrant four. So Whatever the case, we're going to be talking about quadrant one and three. We're going to talk about this in words so you can understand. You don't have to visually see it, but the visual is awesome for people like Mina. <laughs> so you can, you can remind yourself of it. This is something where if you keep it in front of you at your desk, at your workspace, whatever it is, you can always ask yourself, am I staying on the upper part of the plus sign on the upper part of the quadrant? Yeah, it's um, try to stay on the upper one because that's the high impact and um, and then the other criteria or parameter here is effort. So we're trying to stick to the high impact and low effort quadrant. So we'll kind of go over that right now so you can kind of get an idea of what we're talking about. So I'm going to be sharing my screen here. And so we're going to share this as a screen. And so you also have the ability to watch this. So we're going to get you the link so you can actually watch how we teach this. So we're calling it the task quadrant, and we want you to figure out what to focus on to move your business forward. So what would be the first step for them, Mina? Step one is to do a brain dump. This is crucial. And I often do it with a pen and paper because you need to be able to just kind of dump everything you need to be doing onto a piece of paper because there's so much stuff, right? Even the little things, even the household stuff, you know, the, your whole life needs to be dumped out onto a piece of paper. So you're dumping out everything you want to get done. So if that's scheduling a doctor's appointment, taking your dog to the vet, onboarding yourself onto Amazon, um, redoing the photos for your website, adding a new product, whatever it is, start to brain that, dump that all out. So Mina likes to write it down pen to paper. If you have a Google doc, wherever you want to put it, start to brain dump and, you know, probably what spend at least like five minutes really racking your brain on all that. Yeah. If you're a fast writer, five minutes, I would say 10 minutes to really think about it because you want to really purge all the stuff in your head so you can get it out so you can have a good night's sleep too. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so, I think it like, I think it's also like for those goals, right? So like their mm-hmm. year end goal, like let's say you're like, I want to hit a hundred thousand dollars this year in revenue. Well, what do you have to do in your head? What are you thinking? I have to get done to get a hundred thousand. Maybe it's, I want to get on another platform. Maybe it's, I need to sell X amount of units, whatever it is. If you add that into your uh, brain dump so that you know that it's somewhat of a task for you to do. 
Yeah. And it feels good too, because you're dumping that out of your brain and just you're able to change it, right? So each night, let's say you do a brain dump, you know that those things that were important to to you today might not be as important at to you tomorrow. So it's a really good way to just kind of uh, wind down or really keep your finger to the pulse, what we always talk about, and um, and really tap into like the things that are taking up your headspace. So step two would be? Assign times to each item. So this could be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Let's say you want to redo your entire website. That would be days. <laughs> <laughs> hours and hours. <laughs> hours and hours. But you know, maybe you just need to call and make an appointment for something or you need to schedule a strategy session with someone. You know, those could be really quick things that you're just filling out a form or scheduling something where they would be less time. So just put a number next to each one. It doesn't have to be perfect, but just a range, you know, 5, 10, 30, 60, you know, 3 100. days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, another thing, like sometimes people are like, well, what are those quick ones? Maybe you just have to get back to an email that's been nagging you and that's something you really want to get back to. Or maybe it's, you know, there's a difference between creating your Instagram posts in Canva or however you're doing that. That's a bigger project. That's more time. But actually getting them uploaded into your automation software that you use, that might be less time. So just assign all, all of those types of things out a time for each of them. Yep. And then once you do that, we can move to the quadrant. So Jacqueline, do you want to explain to everybody which quadrant is their ideal one, their favorite quadrant? Yes. So actually, I think I said this wrong. I, it was one and two are at the top and three and four <laughs> at the bottom. Ignore that. <laughs> I need the quadrant printed out. You get the idea. You'll get it when you see it. You'll understand it immediately. You want to stay at the top of the plus sign, okay? Yeah. So quadrant one, the first box is quick wins. So that's high impact, low effort. So this is your favorite quadrant. So this is the stuff you can do all day long. Um, and so these are the five to 10 minute tasks that are great for momentum. They make you feel productive. And there's like these bursts of impact in between your big projects. So, you know, it would be some high impact, low effort quick wins? Well, if you're an extrovert, I would say reaching out to big relationships and saying, hey, you know, just thought about you. Would you mind if we grab some coffee sometime, blah, 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 or anything that's really just like making that bigger impact connection, but takes very little effort on your part. What about an introvert? Introvert? Well, I would say maybe tweaking a keyword if you love keywords. Or, you know, like uh, doing a Instagram post or an Instagram story that's 15 seconds. Um, if, you, if you make sales on Instagram and, you're, and you love Instagram. So these are the low effort things, right? Things that come naturally to you that feel good, that you could do them all day, that have great impact and that just make you feel like, hey, this is so easy. Look at me running my business. <laughs> So what would you say like in little labels, what would you say are a bunch of quick wins that you tend to be able to do when you need to knock things out? Um, I would say they're mostly um, Amazon oriented. So then like I do a lot of canned responses. So I just copy and paste and and they have a lot of my personality in there. So I feel like those are high impact because I'm, I have a direct touch with the customer. And um, 
but I don't have to think about what I'm writing. I literally put like XX where the name is. And then I just, um, from my canned responses, and then I just fill it in with the other name and it's written already and it's just super easy. So even getting back to people like that, I think is really important because it just humanizes your business. So something maybe that's somewhat like automated that you can kind of like, like what did it say? Like wash, rinse, repeat, like something that is stored somewhere that you can just like copy paste, copy paste, or for example, um, since I'm the extrovert in this relationship, I have, I have literally over the last like few weeks, every Friday, I have a, a connection that I've made and I'm actually physically going to go see these people in person. And so to me, it actually does, you're right. You know me so well, it does feel like such a win. Like I'm getting out of the house and I'm getting to like, I have, I get my energy from being around people. Um, so another thing that Mina and I both agree on, that's a quick win for us sometimes is just like that control over stuff. So sometimes if we're feeling a little bit frazzled, we might even just like clean up our house a bit, wash the dishes, fold laundry, do something that's like overwhelming when you look at it. And it's got high impact in our like day-to-day life or our feeling well in our home. And so that's high impact, low effort, because really like how much effort is it? You just need to be able to do that quickly. Like if you picked up for 10 minutes a day in your house, your house would be clean, right? <laughs> right. It'd help with your mind too. But that probably wouldn't be a high impact, low effort thing for a perfectionist. Mm. Because they would be like, oh my gosh, this isn't 100%. Sorry, condo, this whole place. <laughs> <laughs> they would get sucked into a black hole. Whereas the two of us were like, oh man, that was, that was a massive impact for 10 minutes of cleaning. Imagine if I ever cleaned. <laughs> All I had to do was put the shoes away in the closet and it was like the whole house was better. <laughs> so you know what I like to do? This is just side tangent, you guys. I will grab a box, like usually a diaper box because it has handles on it. And I will go through the room and pick up stuff that is going to be given to Goodwill. And so I call it a quick pass. And I just put all the things in there and set the box into my trunk, which sometimes I wait till I have like four boxes and then I give them to Goodwill. Um, And each time you go through a room, it gets harder. So each time you're going through, it gets harder for you to declutter that room because you've already decluttered it so much, but it's Um, super easy because it's like 30 seconds. So Mina and I live very far apart and have never been to each other's homes. Imagine (laughs) that. But I do the same thing. We haven't even talked about this, but I'm literally like in purge mode. So I'm also... And maybe it's a little, you know, tidying up version, but it's same thing. Like I have these boxes in my garage right now, not in my car. I'm just like, oh, they haven't played with it. It's going. Oh, they haven't played with it. It's going. So um, that's great to know. So then let's move it on. Okay. So then the next, the next box, which is above the plus sign are projects. Okay. These are, we're going from quick wins to projects. So projects are high impact and high effort. So what that means is these take up most of your time and schedule. And these are the Like these are the bigger projects that need to be broken down into smaller tasks with due dates and success criteria. So for example, when we talked about redoing your website, that's a project. That's not, it's not like updating a keyword or going in and changing an image, which might be like a high impact, low win, or even like updating an item that could be a quick win. This is literally like, this is going to take time and you're going to actually have to break it down into tasks to hit each project and finish that. Yeah. And you'll have to assign the project, the task usually. So you'll assign them, you'll put a due date on it. And then success criteria is just a number. Did I get 15 orders on my website in a week? You know, something like that where you're able to measure it, right? Smart goals. And so you can decide whether or not this project was actually high impact. 
um, at the end of it too. It's like the ROI, you know, was the effort worth it? Should you have redone your website? Did you think initially it was high impact and high effort? Yeah, absolutely. Which by the way, Jacqueline was talking about how she's, you know, high impact, low effort, meeting all these people on Fridays, having coffee with them, going to the city, having fun. This would instead fall into the high impact, high effort. You know, that's a project, me getting out of the house. <laughs> You're like, chat. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I going to assign to go meet with these people? <laughs> <laughs> and what am I going to talk about? What am I, where are we going to eat? You know, that type of thing. <laughs> It's good to know though. Like it's good to see where things, because actually same thing for me, like keywords. Oh my God. I'd have to go research the keywords. I'd have to know exactly if these keywords are right. I'd have to have somebody train me on how to find the keywords, you know, and it's not. And what is a keyword? <laughs> and I have to Google search a keyword, watch a YouTube video on it. Um, so yeah, I think it also depends on like, you know, we've talked about our Colby or your Myers-Briggs, is that it? Uh-huh, Myers-Briggs, yeah. Yeah, the 16 personalities, like just depending. And the more you start to learn about yourself in that way, it helps you also understand how you work or can function. So some other projects that are high impact, high effort. So it could be a trade show. It could be prepping for a trade show and you need to figure out your booth and your display and you know the registration of it and the banner and all that, right? All the steps going to take a lot of time. Uh, we've talked about product development. It could be that you're adding a new product to your line. Well, that could have high impact and high, but it takes high effort because you are developing a new product. So these are the two parts that we want you guys to stay focused on. Um, and what we're going to focus on in planning like a product boss are the high impact, high effort project realm. So things you don't need us for the high impact, low effort, unless you need us to tell you like, tell you not to do certain things, but the projects, the big impact in your business is going to get you to your end of the year goal to that like revenue goal to, um, that visibility goal, whatever it is, there is going to be high effort that needs to go into it to have an impact in your business. Yeah. So a lot of the people that we've been hearing their 30 day goals that are coming up, they're kind of giving us in between the high impact, low effort, and the high impact, high effort. So we're kind of giving them the nudge into <laughs> high impact, high effort. So that way, when we break it down for them, they'll have a good plan that they know is going to have high effort and high impact. But at the same time, it will be really beneficial for them to look at the, the long term of it, you know, and how that will impact the rest of their business. You say nudge, I say push. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We go flailing into <laughs> that quadrant, so or that side of the quadrant. Um, um, we do this in our mastermind. So um, in our mastermind calls, we usually end with a two-week goal for um, our masterminders. And you know, sometimes the goals are pretty lax. Like, oh, I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna post more to Instagram. Okay, great. But let's like actually set like an actual number of like posts or schedules. Let's actually give it something to what's the word? Like have criteria against. What's another one I think that we just recently kind of like pushed them or nudged them into setting a bigger goal? Is it like calling stores? Yeah. Calling stores. Getting a line sheet was their thing. But instead we were like, I think you should get your line sheet done and start reaching out to people and get onto a wholesale platform. So it's really about knowing the end project, which is to get into wholesale. Get not just, store. yeah, not just have a complete 
line sheet and that's that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so for example, you want to get on Amazon or something. Let's say you want to launch onto Amazon. You may feel like the project is just to register for Amazon, but we might tell you go live on Amazon with two products. And then these are the steps it's going to take for you to go live. And only one of those tasks will be registering. And then it might be photos. And then it might be finding keywords and linking things. I don't know all the Amazon speak like Mina does, but we're going to try and push you into that bigger goal because then there are way more projects after that to keep moving you towards your end of the year goal. Yeah. And these are the projects, right? Whereas the other things we were talking about are are just more like tasks, right? Because they're so quick and easy. And, you know, those quick wins are so much fun because they feel so gratifying. It's like that instant gratification. Oh, look, oop, I emailed that person. Now I'm done for the day. (laughs) So let's talk about then the places we don't want you to hang out. So that's the bottom of the quadrant. And we could definitely come back to, um, we could come back to the projects and the high impact, but the bottom of this this plus sign or cross or whatever is, is three or quadrant three is non-essentials. So those are the low impact, low effort. So as Mina calls them fluff, these are the fluff items that don't require much thinking power, but don't produce much impact either. So try not to get sucked into these and do these items on days when you are feeling super low on motivation. So what would something, what would a fluff, low impact, low effort thing be? Typically it's social media. Uh, (laughs) I hate to say it, but it's so true. You can get sucked in and the time that you put into it will yield very low impact into your business unless you do it consistently and you have a broader plan and it's converting to sales and, and things like that. But it's really, sometimes it feels good to just do that little thing, especially on the days when you just don't feel that motivated. You can get yourself to do all these fluffy little things and you feel like you're busy. And that's all you are is that you're busy, um, but you might not be creating the impact that you need to be making. It could be, so I'm just going to compare the high impact, low effort, the quick wins to this low impact, low effort on Instagram or like social media. So Something that might be high impact, low effort, if we go back to Mina responding to people on Amazon, could be that you're in your DMs and you're actually chatting with people that are asking you questions about your product or that you're you know, posting a story that's a product feature and you're saying, DM me with questions or I have a freebie or I have a coupon via, um, if you DM me with your email address, I'll send you a coupon or a discount. That to me is high impact, low effort. Cause what you could do is you can copy and paste and put that little message in and unless there's a bot, which I'm unaware of, but acting like a bot, let's say within your DM, a non-essential. So like a low impact, low effort fluff thing on social media might be like making a gift guide for X, whatever, like for Pinterest. Is that necessary to your business? Not necessarily. Or posting something in, you know, or like hanging out on other people's feeds or even posting something in your feed that maybe doesn't need to happen today or right now when maybe there's a DMs you can get back to or outreach. So I would search stores on Instagram and maybe like DM them with questions about their buyer or something like that. So that's where you can sort of vary between, is this going to have some sort of impact to get you closer to your end goal? Or is it something you're just doing because you think you should be doing it and it makes you feel good, like Mina said, but it's not necessary today. Yeah. And, and even some of the things like like tracking and stuff, it's not necessarily necessary. It's non-essential. You know, so like you Twittering or tweeting, is that what it's called? Twittering. Twittering. <laughs> you know, we Twitter a lot. 
but let's say you're tweeting if nobody's responding then you don't need to be doing it right or if you are um, counting your inventory but you just did it and you just want to make sure it's perfect and you might be off by five and it's non-essential for you to it's okay for you to have five off like you have a buffer built in you're just doing it to be busy right and so but at the same time, these are the items that you do when you feel like you need the control over something and you just do them because it's mindless work. <laughs> yeah, it could be like content. It could be it could be right now, I don't know, like brainstorming on content. I think it just depends on what you find to be um, important to you. But these low impact, low effort things, um, you also want to think to yourself, is this something I can outsource to somebody else or is this something that I do for myself? So if there's not a lot of effort and it's low impact. It's probably like, if you imagine this, like, um, what is it? The food Zagat, the Zagat guide, when you looked at restaurants and it's like $1 sign cheap, you know, $4 signs expensive. If you also took, went from the time part and took and put dollar signs next to all these things, what needs the $4 signs? That's probably something you should be doing. And what's $1 sign. That's something that potentially, you should be outsourcing to somebody else, your teenage kid, a VA, you know, and finding, or it might be something that you enjoy doing that you keep in your business, but just to sign those dollar signs, if you had to pay somebody, so if you're paying somebody for social media, what would you, if you had to paying them $30 an hour, what would you be comfortable paying $30 an hour for on social media? Them just hanging out on there or having some sort of high impact effect on social media, right? So think about that. Yeah, the strategy. So next thing, quadrant four, and these are the why projects, (laughs) the projects that are like low impact, high effort. And I'll give you an example here really quick, but these are the harder tasks that can be a black hole for your time with low results. Ask yourself, is this really necessary? Can this be delegated? Can this be tested with instead minimum viable effort to see if it's even worth keeping on the schedule? And a really quick example that I know everybody wants to do is rebranding. Everybody wants to rebrand constantly. They want to rebrand, right? Um, and it, it can be very high effort with very low impact if, if there's no reason to rebrand. You know, there's no reason to redo your package or to, you know, redo your stickers or your insert or any of that stuff, it can be a very big project and task that you could definitely have somebody else do. And it's not, it's not really giving you the impact that you need it to be. So let me tell you about something where Mina said, why to me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like the why. Like when you want to shake someone and be like, why are you doing this to yourself? So I am working on my video, like on YouTube for designer consulting co-op to create channels or I have a channel to create more videos on teaching people. Well, one night, all the hours just went by. I don't even know how I ended up at whatever time it was, but I was trying to teach myself um, uh, After Effects, Adobe After Effects to edit the intros and outros to my video. Well, guess what guys? Like I didn't need to do that. I mean, I was like, why are you spending, why did you just spend five hours on teaching yourself After Effects? Just go on Fiverr. And um, this is exactly what I said. First, I said, you paid for this? What's After Effects? And I was like, why would you pick the hardest thing to learn, buy it, and then try to teach it to yourself? Well, I got a free trial <laughs> for seven days, but let me tell you where the effort 
high effort, low impact came when somehow on the seventh day, they already charged me the X amount of dollars. And then I had to spend all this time with Adobe trying to get a refund. <laughs> and I was like, why? What's yeah. And then it's why? <laughs> but I'm a quick start. So at, like the Colby, I am a quick start. I come up with an idea and I'm like, let's do this. I'm going to do this today. Like I'm going to stay up and I'm going to I don't know, make all the things or do the things. And I'm sure a lot of you out there feel that way too. And those are the things that if you had this quadrant in front of you, or you had an accountability buddy, or you worked with Mina and I, we would tell you, hold on. That's a, that's a big project that you may not necessarily need to be the person that does it. So another thing that we've told clients is like Amazon, right? There's parts of it that are easy. There's parts that are not easy. And some people it would be easy for, and they should do it. And some people, it's just like one of those things that's just going to get pushed and delayed and it's hard for them to understand. And so those might be the things that we say to them, like, you need to outsource this part to somebody else. And you focus on the things that you get the $4 signs for that are really important to moving your business forward and let somebody else set this up for you. Let someone else edit that video for you. So those are just things we want you to think about. Yeah. I mean, we have to do this even for our podcast, right? Is it worth me editing the podcast episodes or just handing it off to somebody who we pay pay hardly anything to, I feel like, you know, (laughs) like he's really inexpensive. Yeah. So he's a pro at it. So he's faster. Right. Right. And that me editing it is not offering the impact enough for me not to outsource it. You know, it's just like, it seems silly. That's what this why quadrant is. It just seems silly. Why? Why? Just because you can doesn't mean you should do it. And we want you guys to stay in this realm of moving the business forward. And what are the things that you truly need to be part of? Now, the other thing we've talked to our clients about, for example, are eventually as your company grows, there's enough people that are doing a lot of these other things for you that, that as you start to hire people, they'll have the same sort of quadrant, right? Um, and I want you guys also to think about like, if you stepped away from your business, if you took a vacation, heaven forbid, and were like sipping a cocktail somewhere, what do you have to be involved in? And what do you not have to be involved in? So probably like big decisions, big projects, that quadrant two, this high impact, high effort, like that's something that you probably need to be involved with, involved in as the business owner, like making decisions on if this is something that we should do website overhaul, uh, developing a new um, product for your line, developing a new line, whatever it is, those are the things we want you to stay focused on. And those are the things that are going to make the biggest change in your business. Yeah. It's definitely those things that are going to be time and money, right? That investment. And then it's whether or not the return is there. So that's really what the quadrant is all about. It's moving your business forward into those areas that the ROI is definitely going to be there. So there's no sense in in doing low impact items because the return just is not there unless you just, you know, it's just, you want to feel busy and that's it, you know? Yeah. Or, or as we were saying, it's like productive procrastination. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something it's, you feel like you're being productive and you're really procrastinating maybe the things that have higher effort that need your attention. Right. So sometimes you just feel a bit stuck and you're going to just do something else that feels easier than the things that you actually have to sit down and focus on. Yeah. It feels more attainable and it feels less scary because just think quadrant two, high impact, high effort. Those are probably the things you're spending money and time on that 
are probably riskier, right? Rebranding, um, let's say the rebranding is a good decision in that case, Re- doing the website, adding on a product, you know, that makes sense. Those, all those things could potentially be in either one of those, but that's having the foresight to know, right? Having the foresight, having the coaching, having the gut instinct to know what's right for your business. And then, and then picking and choosing, hmm, what quadrant is that really in, you know, or am I doing this just to avoid being scared? Or am I doing this to avoid what really needs to get done? Um, Am I doing this just to feel busy because, you know, that's, so attainable compared to this one. You really have to have a gauge on that as a, as a CEO. Absolutely. So what's the goal here for you? So we wanted to share this, this with you because we think in general, if you can just refocus on you guys think about what has the highest impact in your business and where, and where you can put your time. So again, you want to either stay in the realm of quick wins, high impact, low effort, or these bigger projects that are high impact, high effort. And if you can minimize or avoid non-essentials, which are the low impact, low effort, or the why tasks. And you could even say that out loud to yourself when you find yourself doing it. Those are the low impact, high effort tasks. Okay. So we want you to stay there. If you need to see this visual again, we will have a link to it in the show notes, but this is our pre-conversation with you. So anyone that has signed up for planning like a product boss and anyone who's considering signing up for planning like a product boss, this is what we want you to think about what will have the highest impact, the most impact in your business? Why will you invest your time with us to help us help you make a huge impact in your business to hit those goals? Like to hit, maybe you're just trying to get to five figures. Maybe you're trying to get to six figures, maybe multi six figure. Maybe you're about to scale to seven figure. This is where you need to focus and understand how this work happens so that as you grow and scale, you're able to then pass this out to other people that work for you as well when it's not just you. I'm hoping that this picks up so much that when we're talking to our masterminders, we'll be like, nope, sorry, quadrant two is what you need to be in. That sounds like quadrant four. (laughs) And they'll be like, yeah, we got you. Totally. You're right. Quadrant four. Avoid, avoid. (laughs) It's like those moments when you're like asking yourself, why did I do this to myself? You know? (laughs) And don't, and listen, we actually, some of the feedback from last week's episode was you know, even people who work with us are like, well, I just, you have a point there, but I just launched all these new products or like, yeah, I wish I, you know, listened to you, whatever it was. But listen, we all do these things. So whether we, you know, Mina and I are constantly trying to avoid the non-essentials and the whys, but you get caught up in that as you're scaling or changing or spinning or it's a snow day. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think it's just, you know, so many things, right? Like you just want to feel like, oh, I'm getting some stuff done type of thing. And and you're just human. We, we all get stuck there. So then it's just like you see what other people are doing and you're like, oh, that looks like something I should be doing. Or you say, oh gosh, I feel like I should be doing more. Or you feel guilty about this. Or, you know, so many mindset things that ultimately that's what pushes you into the wrong quadrant sometimes. And this is easy when you look at it on a piece of paper, right? Because you're like, okay, now I can break it down. But when you're living life and you're seeing all this, you know, shiny stuff in the other lane and you're like, hey, that looks so easy when ultimately it isn't, um, then that's when you have to really step back and think, okay, what are the emotions behind this and, and why am I even focusing on that area when I don't need to be? 
So give yourself a goal, give yourself a really big push goal, something that feels uncomfortable to you. If you listen to Brooke Castillo, she talks about this impossible goal, but give yourself something that feels uncomfortable. Maybe if you're like, I want to make a, maybe if you were at 80,000 last year, you're like, I want to make a hundred thousand this year. Let's push it. Let's say you want to make 150,000, 200,000, whatever it is, give yourself a big push nudge, push, depending on who you're talking to. <laughs> you may <laughs> want to stand near Mina when we're like in real life because she'll just nudge you and I'll push you. Um, but give yourself that, that big goal and then, and then think about, remember that goal and think about when you're trying to get to that goal, what do you have to do to get there? And hopefully that helps a little bit with that squirrel syndrome. Um, hopefully it helps with, does this really does that really meet this criteria? Like if I post more pins, is that really going to get me $200,000? Like maybe not. Maybe if you're posting pictures of recipes, no, no, it's not. But if you've got like a really clear strategic way of pinning and the pins go back to your site and everything's like super strategic, then that might be one of your um, tasks or projects or what am I looking for? Like strategies to, to meet your goal. Yeah. Here's what happens with a, I want to say a little bit on Pinterest, a tiny bit since we, you brought it up and all. So here's <laughs> what usually happens with some people, product people on Pinterest. They start pinning a lot. They get tons of traffic and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to keep doing this. But they make $0 in sales, but they see the people, you know, the numbers repinning, right? And then that's what's called a vanity number because it doesn't really mean anything because it's not converting. Does it convert eventually? That's what you have to figure out. Like, is that considered a touch point that they eventually will get in onto your website and they're like, oh, I saw them. I know who they are. I, you know, their brand I recognize. Maybe so, but but that's what you need to figure out instead of just pinning for the sake of pinning and being like, oh my gosh, look at look at this. It's like at the lotto. I've hit the jackpot of all these views when they're not real views. Um, they're just people who are repinning and 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 not really um, connecting with your brand. They could be looking, your your pins and views could be because, I don't know, you posted like barn doors and they're, and everyone's looking at barn doors, but you actually sell cookies. You know what I'm saying? It, like, it, could, be, it could be totally unrelated. But also, since we brought up Pinterest, and you guys probably haven't heard us talk about Pinterest a lot, but the other thing to consider is like, which platforms are you hanging out on? What have you seen some sort of conversion in? So, Facebook, Instagram, the tweeter, um, (laughs) (laughs) whatever you've seen the traffic from focus there, take a pause on the other ones. If you, if you hit a certain, if you hit like a quota or like you really see the momentum there, but at the same time, if you see the momentum there, stay there. Um, don't feel like you have to do all the things because everybody has multiple accounts in there on Facebook and Pinterest and, um, Instagram and the other one, you know? So, some of those could be the low impact type things where you're teaching yourself about Pinterest. Is it necessary for your business? It might not be. So these are just things to ask yourself or work with Mina and I, and we'll tell you. Yeah. We'll tell you what quadrant you're in, especially for planning like a product boss. I do want to say that like with Twitter, that could actually be high impact, high effort, because if you're Twittering people tweeting, whatever it is, at least you got Twitter right this yeah. time. <laughs> if you're tweeting people or retweeting them um, and they're people that, let's say, own boutiques or something and you're using it as that platform to make big relationships, then that's a different outcome, a different call, you know, different ultimate action at the end instead of just 
tweeting for the sake of tweeting, you know, or it's just like reading the feed. Right. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. spending time getting sucked into the feeds. That's the thing. Um, actually just today posted on my personal Instagram that I am no longer posting on my personal Instagram. If they want to see me, they can head over to the product boss or designer consulting co-op because it's too many things in too many places, you know, and I need to figure out like where I need to spend my time. If I'm going to spend my time on my device and on social media, the whole point for me about social media is growing our businesses and connecting with our clients and, and creating an impact and, and helping people launch product businesses and whatnot. So it's like, that's a, that's an effort. That's a high effort sometimes with very low impact. So yeah. And plus you're getting the same impact over, over on the product boss. So just think Jacqueline did that because people are finding her, they're seeing her expertise and they're able to view it on this side rather. It's a different entry point and, but it's just very similar. She's only having to do the effort once, you know? And I also get sucked into the FOMO or like the feeds, like the personal stuff. Um, and that actually really actually drains me and takes t- like a lot of time. Like you'll end up and be like, oh, that's what my cousin's doing. Oh, and that friend from high school. Oh, and my ex-boyfriend, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. probably why I put that. <laughs> that's a time suck black hole right there. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so, you know, again, these are the steps. I'm just going to go back over them. So step one is that we want you to do a brain dump on a sheet of everything you want to get done and think about your big goal. If this feels super overwhelming, then give yourself a little bit more uh, time or think in, in smaller increments, but think about the big stuff and then maybe what you need to get done in the next week, two weeks, 30 days. And then step two, assign the times to each of them. So five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, days. Um, you can also, if you want at that point, think about like what effort, like dollar signs it if you want. And so again, we've got the one quick wins and two projects. Those are the high impact, low effort or high impact, high effort. That's where you live. And then the things that are your non-essentials and your whys, try and avoid those or, or try and avoid those or shelve them to do, for days that you have nothing else to do. Yeah. And make sure you guys sign up for planning like a product boss. It will help immensely. And even go and and download this freebie because it will just make everything so much clearer for you. And it'll just be really easy to know what things you should focus on to move your business forward. All right. Thanks everyone. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the product boss biz community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there. If you love the Product Boss Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, Product Bosses, let's make it happen.